Welcome to another part of the ongoing Kundalini Awakening series. I'm your host, Brent Spirit, and today's episode is all about what I feel is the number one most important paradigm shift that you can make on your Kundalini Awakening journey. And that's the shift out of feeling like you're a victim because of some of the challenges that you may be facing as you go through this process, shifting out of victimhood and into a state of empowerment in which you recognize that, yes, yeah, some of this is very difficult, but it's happening for my greatest good. It's happening for my benefit it is a great invitation. It is not a curse. It is a blessing to be able to be invited to go through this transformation, to be able to experience life in a more evolved way, to be able to be in touch with our divine nature, to integrate that into the way that we live and move through the world, feeling connected, feeling a state of peace, feeling a state of unconditional love for all that is. So that's what this process is really all about. I want to make some points here to help you to make that shift out of victimhood and into a state of empowerment. I want to help you to make that paradigm shift if you haven't already. So I've got some insights to share with you. But as I go through that, I also would like to just start off here by saying, you know, I'm not here to minimize some of the difficulties that this process can really bring. I understand I've been through great difficulty myself. This process can bring us to our wits end many, many times. You know, we can go through incredible emotional pain, physical pain, even psychological pain. We can experience spiritual pain as well. And when I speak of spiritual pain, I'm speaking of great lengthy dark nights of the soul that seem to have, you know, no end. Or we feel as if we've been abandoned by God, abandoned by the divine. Even though these great difficulties come, I still would invite you to not put a hundred percent of your focus on the difficulty, feeling like a victim. See if you can put a little bit of your attention on the fact that this actually is something really great that's happening to you. So today we'll unpack a little bit about that. Be sure to check out the other parts of the series if you haven't already to find some important principles and practices to help you to get through your pack, your process safely and smoothly. I've got some great interviews some, with some really incredible people as well, sharing their wisdom, sharing their rather unique stories about some of the challenges that they've had on their journey and how they made the similar shift that I'm speaking about here out of feeling like a victim into a state of empowerment. So you can check all of the other parts of the series out as well to help you through your process safely and smoothly, to know that you're not alone, to know that what you're going through, though may be very unique to you in the most general sense. It's not really unique at all. Many people have gone through what you're going through. And so you're not the only one. And thankfully so. There's many people that have traveled this path uh, before you that have come around to share some of their wisdom. And so in those interviews, you can you know find a little bit of that wisdom and integrate it into your life. You can also visit brentspirit.com for more free content just like this. I've got some other content to do with spiritual awakening in general, not just to do with Kundalini awakening. You can also find out how to meet with me one-on-one. -on -one. All of that is at brentspirit.com. Now, let's look at the most important paradigm shift on the Kundalini Awakening journey. So generally speaking, there are two camps of people that I see as I look as a spiritual teacher, when I see different people that are traveling this path, I see that you're either in one of two camps. First, there are those who are know that they're being blessed with the great invitation and transformation. And then there are those who feel like, you know, this is all a great big mistake. It's all like really bad things that are happening to them. 
If you are in the former camp, fantastic. You don't necessarily need to watch this episode. If you know that everything is always working out for you, if you have faith, if you have courage, if you have trust, fantastic. But if you happen to be feeling as if, you know, I'm not really sure about this. I don't know why this is happening to me. I kind of want to make it, you know, turn off. I kind of want to go back to how things used to be before I knew anything about this Kundalini thing, before all of this weird energetic stuff started happening to me. Well, then this is my episode for you. Okay. So there's a line that must be crossed at some point during your process out of the camp of being a victim and into the camp of feeling empowered by this process. Okay. So that line, if you cross it, it marks the end of victimhood. It marks the beginning of feeling empowered, of feeling gratitude, right? Even though things are very difficult of feeling that gratitude of having courage, of having faith and having a little bit of excitement about all of this as well. And I really mean that. And I, and I, like I said, I don't want to minimize how difficult some of this can be, but over my journey, when I first you know, began to go through difficult things. I didn't know that this was all working out for me. I didn't have that faith. But over time, things proved to actually work out for me. You know, I made some great leaps, had some great expansions in consciousness. I had a deeper access to, to more and more peace. And so I started to develop faith, trust, courage. I started to feel more empowered by this. And I actually started to feel a little excited. So when things started to get more difficult for me, I would get a little bit of, you know, unease about it naturally. But there was also a bit of excitement that said, oh, I'm going through something difficult. I'm going through a healing cycle. This is exciting because it's going to work out for me. And when it works out for me, I'm going to have access to some newer, more expanded state of consciousness. I'm going to have access to a higher uh, degree of peace. This is exciting and I'll go through it. But that sort of attitude of excitement, of courage was cultivated after I'd crossed this line out of the first camp of feeling like I was a victim and into the second camp of feeling empowered by this process. So I invite you to entertain this, uh, crossing this line as well. Okay. Now, generally speaking, my work here as a spiritual teacher, as somebody that's gone through the Kundalini process, that's reached a point of stability, that's now sharing and supporting others. My work, if I really boil it down to the simplest terms, is just to help people to make that uh, crossing between feeling like they're a victim and into the state of empowerment. If you ask me, I feel that if you are feel if you are in a state of empowerment, you'll know exactly what you need to do on your process. I personally, admittedly, I don't know every single little detail about Kundalini. I don't know about all the nadis. I don't know about all the chakras. I don't know about what breathwork practice or what yoga asana or what food to eat or what meditation to do. I don't know about all of that stuff. And so I'm not always able to advise people on specifically what they should do. There are some great teachers out there that might be able to do that kind of stuff. But my work seems to focus generally around bringing people from feeling the feeling of victimhood into a state of empowerment, getting into a cooperative state, cooperative state with the process, as opposed to being resistant. That seems to be my work. I just seem to be, you know, helping people to come to that point, because from that point, you'll naturally figure out what meditation to do or what's going on with your chakras and your nadis and what, you know, specific little things you do. Once you're in a state of empowerment, that insight comes to you automatically. You don't necessarily need to seek it from other people. But if you're in a state of victimhood, even if somebody were to tell you exactly what you should do, it may not necessarily work if you're still feeling like you're a victim, if you still don't have faith in the process. So that's why I'm saying that, you know, my work, when I look at it in the, in the big picture, it seems to center around just helping people to realize that this is a great invitation, not a curse. And of course, you know, I didn't consciously choose that to be the main theme of my work. It just sort of 
blossomed and, and developed in that direction. And it may change as we go. But generally speaking, that's that's my intention here. I'm not an expert on Kundalini. But what I am is somebody who has full faith in this process. And I just want to inspire and, and show people how to cultivate faith uh, in the same way that I have to come to a point where you feel excited when things are getting a little challenging. You feel sort of eager that things are going to work out because you have faith. So once you understand that this journey isn't some sort of curse, you know, it's not just this bad thing that's happening to you. Once you understand that things aren't just going wrong and that things aren't happening to you for no reason, it's not like you're feeling all these emotions and stuff for no reason. Once you understand that it's actually like a transformation, a purification, a healing, an evolution that's happening, everything changes. Once you make this paradigm shift, everything changes. You look at everything from a new lens, from a new perspective. And from there, like I said, things start to go much more smoothly. You start to get answers for what you should do. You start to get uh, the energy, the inspiration to act in a way that's going to facilitate this process and move it forward. But if you're, like I said, you know, feeling like you're a victim and this is bad stuff, you're not going to be able to receive the information, the insight, the intuition for what you should do in order to move ahead smoothly on your process. So I meet with many people who seem to feel like their kundalini process is a problem. They feel like it's a sickness. They think it's a major cause of all of these unnecessary issues and challenges in their life. It's kind of like, you know, they've got some sort of diagnosis and they're like, oh, this is getting in the way of my life. Everything is so hard with kundalini process. They feel like, you know, I want this to go away. I want to turn it off. Right. And so they seek my support sometimes almost hoping as if I can just help them to, you know, shut this down, turn it off, make it all go away so that they can just go back to things, go back to how things used to be in the past before they knew anything about this. But like I keep saying here, I really want to invite you to see beyond feeling like you're a victim of this process and to see that, you know, this is a great, great invitation. Like I said in the beginning, you know, it's very true. This journey can be very challenging on every level and it's tough for so many people at times I'm not denying this. I know that it's not easy. Like I said, I've been through great, great difficulty myself, uh, you know, dealing with all sorts of challenges, health issues, emotional issues, my life falling apart, finances falling apart, relationships falling apart. I've been through all this sort of chaos. And it's through the chaos that I learned, oh, wow, everything is actually unfolding for my benefit in some way that I cannot yet foresee. Looking back, it all makes sense now. But in the midst of it, you don't always feel that way. And so that's why I'm here to remind you, you know, you're not a victim. You're not a victim. It's going to work out for you. It is going to work out for you. The universe has a plan. It doesn't just invest all of this energy into you and your transformation only for it to not go anywhere. It's not how things work. You're, the universe is investing a lot into you so that you can become transformed and then live out your life in this new evolved way. Okay. So all of these challenges and things that you experience, I want to bring a little bit of context to that. Okay. So you see, it's kind of like if you had a tumor, okay, you go to the doctor, doctor says, Hey, you have a tumor, tumor, we're gonna have to send you to the hospital, they're gonna perform surgery on you to remove the tumor. Once they remove it, they'll sew you back up, you'll heal a little bit, and you'll be good to go. All is well, just got to remove the tumor. Okay. Now, when we think of surgery, Surgery is painful, it's scary, you know, it's messy, literally like blood and all this stuff. It's messy, right? But usually it's necessary, okay? And usually we're put into surgery if the odds are that it's going to work out for us, okay? So overall, surgery is a good thing. The kundalini process is kind of like surgery in this way, 
okay? We have to go through some sort of challenging, messy, scary, painful, difficult experience, difficult process, difficult upheaval, so that we can come out on the other side transformed and healed in a state of union with the divine, okay? So when people feel like, you know, something is going wrong during their kundalini process, it's kind of like somebody in the middle of their surgery getting up and questioning, you know, questioning the surgeon. Why have you cut me open? Why does it hurt? Why is there blood everywhere? Why, you know, what's going on here, right? And then feeling like they're a victim, you know, feeling like the surgeon is like harming them, right? That's because they don't fully understand what's going on for whatever reason. So that's why I'm here to provide a little bit of context to explain to you, hey, you're going through a kundalini process, which is purifying you, cleansing you, transforming you, evolving you. It's healing you of all of the emotional uh, conditioning, karma, vasanas, conditioning that's stored within your system, healing your nervous system, taking it out of the state of fight or flight or freeze and into a state of relaxation because you're safe now. Right? It's healing the trauma that's stored in your body, in your cells, in your chakras, in your psyche. Okay? So that's what's happening here. That's why things can get difficult. Just like surgery, it's going to be a little messy and pain painful and scary at times. But in the big picture, once the surgery is over, it's all going to work out for you. And that's what's happening here. That Once the kundalini process reaches stability, it's all going to work out for you. Okay? So understand that the kundalini process is a process with a goal. There is a point to all of this. And once you get there, you will benefit greatly, you know, just like surgery. So you have to have faith in the process, just like what you would have, you know, faith in the doctors that perform surgery on you, right? You trust them. They're going to they're gonna take care of you, okay? Same idea that's going on over here. You have faith in Kundalini Shakti, the Divine Mother, faith in God, faith in the process, faith in your own system, your own intuition, your own body. It knows what to do, right? Your body is equipped to handle this process. The intelligence of the body knows how to evolve itself, okay? It's just like puberty. You knew how to go through puberty. Nobody had to teach you or anything. You trusted your body that it would work out, right? Same thing here, okay? So when you make this shift from feeling like a victim to feeling in a state of faith, feeling empowered, Everything begins to make sense. Everything begins to fall into place much more easily. You no longer feel, you know, all confused. And why is this happening to me? And you cultivate a sense of faith, trust, surrender. And in doing so, you're able to cooperate with the process much more easily. And this will allow things to unfold more smoothly. Okay. So remember that this Kundalini process, this spiritual process that you're going through, if you like the systems of India, this is real yoga. Right. Yoga isn't just, you know, doing some stretching on a mat. This is real yoga, the kundalini process. And yogis of, for millennia have understood this and they've sought out the kundalini awakening process. Okay, they've sought out what you're going through, right? Really, really sit with me and just consider this. Throughout history, people have sought enlightenment. They've sought self-realization. They've sought God. They've sought peace. They've sought well-being, healing, transformation. Okay. They've wanted it so badly, so badly that they were willing to give up everything to attain it. Okay. Some of these people, they've left behind their careers, their homes, their families, right? Everything. They've left behind everything. Comforts of just living in society. They left all of that behind, eating the foods that they love to eat, hanging out with friends. Some of them have even given up talking, right? Taking vows of silence, 
they gave up everything in order to find yoga, right? Find the real spiritual transformation, go through that process, right? And you just happen to be living through that process right now. You know, you probably, I don't know too much about you, but probably didn't have to go through the lengths that some of these yogis in the past really had to go through. You probably didn't have to abandon your family, you know, give up everything in order to have this process, uh, you know, be carried out within you. And so it's very important that you have to understand that by grace, you've been given this process, you've been lucky enough, blessed enough to have this kundalini energy awaken in you, you know, without having to, you know, go through such extremes. And it's important to understand that, you know, this is a great, great blessing, great blessing. Like I said, so many people throughout history gave up everything and often they didn't actually experience kundalini awakening even then. It's not a guarantee. Just if you become an ascetic and, you know, become a renuncia, it doesn't mean you're going to go through Kundalini Awakening the next day, you know. And so we're very fortunate that we didn't have to leave society. We didn't have to give up, you know, things like our family and friends and all this kind of stuff in order to have this process, you know, begin to blossom within us, okay. So really, really understand this, cherish this process, understand it's not a curse. People have sought this out more than anything throughout history for a reason, for a good reason, because it's, it's, it's really the greatest thing that could possibly happen to a human being. And so it's not this curse, not, not at all, not at all, right? So it's not something that we should feel is a burden, not something that we should feel victimized by, should really find a sense of appreciation and gratitude for this great, great, great invitation that we've been given. So I come across many people that I work with or that I see online who seem to focus exclusively on the negative aspects of their awakening. So for example, if they're going through some sort of emotional upheaval, some sort of purging, they may focus exclusively on how hard, how difficult, how painful it is. And like I said, I can empathize. I know it's hard. I've been through my own, you know, really dark nights of the soul, but it's important that we have courage and we ask, how have all of these challenges that I've gone through, how have they helped me so far? What have I benefited from by going through all these challenges? And if we're honest, and we're not so attached to our victimhood, not so attached to our identity as a victim, and we'll be able to admit, honestly, you know, yeah, I've found a new sense of peace. You know, I experienced great bliss, maybe temporarily, but I did experience something really incredible. Some great bliss occurred for me. Okay. You know, maybe we've developed new skills, emotional regulation skills, maybe new skills, intuitive skills. Maybe we're able to um, develop some sort of psychic abilities, right? There are some benefits to this process, okay? Maybe our awareness has expanded and we're actually able to enter into meditation and find peace, right? Maybe we feel connected to the divine. Maybe we feel connected to God, to the world, to other people. Right. So we don't want to overlook all of these great gifts, all of these great benefits, all of this evidence to show that this actually is working out for us. Right. We don't want to overlook all of the great things and just focus only on the challenging parts that, you know, uh, validate our identity as a victim. Right. A victim looks only at the pain, but someone who someone who's empowered looks at all of the blessings, all of the great gifts as well. So I invite you to make that shift, that paradigm shift, looking at 
the good things that have come out of this, not just the painful things. We do have a bit of appreciation and reverence and respect for the challenging parts. We look at them as, you know, an initiation. We don't necessarily, you know, overlook them or minimize them. We look back and we say, yeah, that was some hard stuff I went through. This is some hard stuff I'm going through, but it did work out in the end. You know, I had access to things that I didn't have didn't have access to prior. Okay, so remember, you know, yes, things can be hard at times, but these healing cycles, they are temporary, and eventually things do stabilize. Okay, so there's a finite amount of stuff to be healed and released within you. Like there isn't a bottomless pit. There's a finite amount of stuff. Okay, but there's an infinite amount of peace of well-being that we can access. So. We go through the healing process. We go through these healing cycles, these dark nights of the soul. We go through them for a short while. And when I say short, you know, it depends. It could be a few weeks, a few months, a few years. But we go through these challenging parts. Eventually, we reach a point of stability where we're able to then enjoy the rest of our lives in a state of expanded consciousness, in touch with our divine nature. We have access to states of well-being and states of peace. And this, if you ask me, it's a worthwhile trade-off, you know, short period of time for then the rest of our lives having access to, you know, being in touch with the divine, having access to peace. Now, this doesn't mean that, you know, we'll never experience anything difficult once we reach sort of relative stability. It's not true. We will always have the potential to go up and down, but eventually we reach a point where the majority of our experience is rather peaceful. We do have access to, you know, a more stable sense of well-being, a stable connection with the divine, which feels good in our body. Okay. So this is, like I said, it's a worthwhile trade-off. You're not a victim of your Kundalini process. Okay. You're blessed. I know that things can be hard, but just like surgery, there is a higher purpose and you will come out on the other side of this with great benefits. You will look back and say, well, I'm so thankful that I went through this process. I invite you to really contemplate this, to see if you can make this paradigm shift. It will make all the difference on your journey. Once you make that paradigm shift, it is just almost like it's just, you know, downhill, easy. Even though things may get painful, challenging, difficult, if your attitude is one of feeling blessed, everything becomes so much more easy because you're going to cooperate with the process in this way. But if you feel like you're a victim, you're going to resist the process, you're just going to drag on, it's just going to be, you know, very turbulent. And eventually we want to, you know, come out of that place. So that's my invitation for you today to contemplate these things. You're not a victim. This is not a curse. This is a great blessing. It's a great invitation. And I wish you all the best as you go through some of the, you know, challenging parts of your journey. I'm there with you. I hope that, uh, you know, your dark nights of the soul aren't as long as some of the ones that I've been through, right? I hope that whatever it is that you're feeling, if it's difficult or uncomfortable, I hope that you're able to get through it. I really am. But even more so, I hope that you're able to recognize you're not a victim. It's all going to work out for you. So I hope this message, I hope this message today has been meaningful. I know that I basically repeated myself over and over and over again in different ways. It's such a, such an important paradigm shift. And that's why I really just want to really hammer it home for you today. Let me know what you think. You can leave a comment. You can send me an email 
with any feedback, any questions about your process, about uh, you know this paradigm shift, anything to do with your Kundalini process, your awakening journey. You can share this talk with a friend if you think that they may benefit benefit from it as well. You can also visit brentspirit.com to find more free content just like this and to learn about connecting with me one-on-one. -on -one. As well, if you like, if you feel like making a donation to support me in this work, if you feel called, you can find out more about that as well at brentspirit.com. And until next time, I'll catch you later. Much love and peace.